like this episode <laughs> we are stepping out of our comfort zone is it really out of our comfort zone or how late? on this podcast is out okay because i was about to say i don't think it's really <laughs> i don't know if it's really out of our comfort zone we are talking about sex drugs and alcohol hey i feel like we have been very we live a very balanced life we are not one of the weight loss podcasts that only talk about you know low carbs and high keto you know a high fat good fat diet mm-hmm. like that's not us we are going to tell you the downfalls we have if we have a pop if we have some cake pop is soda for those people who are from the midwest <laughs> <laughs> we are going to tell you the you we live a balanced life we have children who have birthday parties who just don't you know they don't have they don't eat like we eat mm-hmm. all the time so we're talking about the things. This is the stuff y'all wanted to know, but this is just a disclaimer. This is episode will be about sex, drugs, and alcohol. And I think, you know, from what... It's stuff that people <laughs> really want to know. Like from... So we're both a part of Facebook groups, right? Uh-huh. There are certain groups that are very much so, oh, you shouldn't do that. Oh, that's not a thing. So when you shame stuff... Yeah. We're it, not those people. No, not at all. Yeah. Like, we're not going to shame. We're going to tell you all of all of the things. Right. Um, and so if you're not prepared to hear about our lives or lack thereof or a combination of it, <laughs> of sex, drugs, and alcohol, I want to say rock and roll just because I don't know. I know. <laughs> but... Right. So we are going to start off with, um, we're going to talk about the drugs. Oh, the drugs. <laughs> yes. We don't do hard drugs. Let's just. Right. So it's not anything crazy. Except for when I used to take Fentramine, which is. Right. Also- which was pre-VSG. So pre-VSG, there you go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're talking about um, our drug of choice we're going to talk about is weed. Yes. Yes. So it's not anything crazy. I feel like it's. It's definitely legal in Michigan. Is it legal here yet? It is legal in New York for recreational use within and it for within a small like for recreational, not okay. for you can't sell pounds in. and pounds. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's many. The older you get, we are women of a certain age. Sleep. First of all, don't don't put what? us as a certain age. Like we somebody grandma. Oh, well, listen, we are women of a certain age. <laughs> okay, Girl. it is what it is. Sleep don't come like it used to come. No, not at all. And sometimes you got to chase sleep. And if you are, I feel like if you have an edible, it's a very good way to go night night. So that's something that, but edibles have side effects. But I feel like that's a very good way for me to get some sleep. I would agree. So I think, okay, before we even get into it, I think the benefits of marijuana, mm-hmm. like it has such a bad name. And I remember like... I feel like it definitely used to. It definitely it's gotten used better. to. It has. I think growing up, like I I probably, I can't think of one guy that I probably talked to that didn't smoke. Yeah. I, we weren't smoking. It wasn't a thing. Yeah. But yeah. 
there's definitely like for people who have bad, who have anxiety or people who are going through chemo, it helps when you can't eat. Correct. Um, if you do have sleep deprivation, and that's sort of I think for us, uh-huh. my mine is a combination of sleep deprivation and dependent on anxiety of life mm-hmm. is how I like it's a gateway drug. I was introduced <laughs> <laughs> how I started using. Or eating edibles. Mm-hmm. I'm not. You're. Are you a smoker? No, I don't know how to smoke. I probably if I knew how to smoke, I probably would be a smoker because everyone that smokes says they like smoking better than they like the smoking high better than the edible high. But I don't know nothing about that life, so I just stick with. Yeah. So an edible high, I feel like, is one of those situations where you can't control it. Like you can take an edible at three, and it may not kick in until seven, Very and true. you like, oh, okay, the. Everything around me is moving and there's nothing moving. Yep. Uh, yep. But the sleep. Yeah. Oh, that sleep. That's sleep. Yes. So I feel like you do have to, for me, I had to learn how much to take because it's a very, it's a difference between taking an edible so you can go to sleep and taking an edible because you want to turn up with your friends. You know what I'm saying? Because it's nothing like when you want to go to sleep and you you can't because you've taken too much and you want to eat your whole kitchen, everything that's in there, and you want to... Edibles don't necessarily make me want to turn up, but it's a very fine line that you have to... You just have to know how much to take, depending on what you want to do. So speaking of, you know, the, the munchies and mm-hmm. wanting to eat everything, that has been a thing that I've seen on a couple groups. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this, Facebook groups with people who've had gastric bypass or gastric sleeve. Um, and people have been shamed about it. But it's, you know, it's not just about, oh, you just getting high for getting high. Literally, I when I eat edibles, it's usually so I can sleep. Because right. Because I haven't, like, my sleep. We have, literally, it's, insomnia is real. And so I could... Depending on the night. And what me and Brittany went through about, and it was every night we were up until four o'clock. Just about random. <laughs> like talking about randomness. Right. So it um, but the munchies for it, when you have a restricted stomach, correct, it becomes very, very difficult. Right. And that's where it is my my preference. I'm not necessarily a smoker. But I feel like now I prefer to smoke over an edible for whatever reason. Does the smoking not give you the munchies? It does, but it's not the same as when I take a, have an edible. When I oh. have an edible and I have the munchies, I literally, it's it's very disappointing. I get frustrated each time mm-hmm. because I have the munchies and I want to eat the entire kitchen. But you can't eat the entire kitchen because your stomach restricts you now. Exactly. Because you only, your stomach is, I mean, clearly I'm not a newbie, but I still am a bit restricted. Like, it's right. not like, you right. know, I still have restrictions. Right. And then I want to drink something. Your mouth is dry. You can't drink something. You can't eat nothing. You want to eat and you drink, but you can't because you're going to get sick because of the stomach. But you like the feeling of being able to go to sleep. So it's a complete shit show. <laughs> so I feel like that does, that goes back to you definitely have to know what you're taking. I love Whimsical Perfections. You all really need to follow them on Instagram. Maybe. Because Whimsical has really, I mean, it's not just, it's not just like your typical, like I had some banana bread, fire. It's the banana bread for me. It was so good. Um, it was really good. And it didn't taste like an edible. But I mean, I've had gummies, Rife's crispy treats. But you have to know, you don't have to take a whole edible to feel the effect. Like, mm. you don't have to eat the whole thing to feel the effect. And I do feel like, shout out to Whimsical. Yeah, Because you can feel it 
pretty it doesn't pretty take quick. as yeah, yeah like, it pretty quick as long. So I feel like I so you have to know where you're getting it from, which is not always, you know, the case. Sometimes you like I said, my go-to is whimsical. But, you know, sometimes that's not the case where you you don't know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of crazy pre-surgery edible stories. Like, you Wait, know. before you do that, have what? you had the cravings where you can't eat? That's well, what I was like, about to say. Yeah. So uh-huh. I have had you crazy things happen pre, pre-sleep. Oh, crazy. So it made me... <laughs> It made me very Crazy. much <laughs> like make sure that I didn't do as much mm-hmm. post surgery because I know that I know I used to love a a hard like a kettle crunch salt and vinegar chip. Oh mm. my goodness, pre um pre surgery with a uh oh with a, 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 a edible, a edible. Uh, yes, but like eating a whole bag. Well, I know that would make me sick. Now you know I don't even ha- I haven't even had that. I haven't had that type of chip post-surgery. But, I mean, where I would go, I would have an edible. And then because, you know, this was before I was introduced to Whimsical. And I had, did I have, I don't know if I had one or two gummies. But either way, I was so high, I was sick. Like, throwing up sick. I don't know if you can get sick from weed, but I did. So, you never... I just knew I couldn't do that. I didn't want to throw up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I make sure now that I do take less. I still will get a munchie. I can remember one time eating like carrots and ranch dressing because. Oh, I, you had the good healthy munchies. I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't have the healthy munchies, but this is what I had in my house. Because oh, I don't have those things yeah. in my house anymore. I can't. I, I won't ever be able to eat a chip because. I don't have chips in my house anymore. Mm-hmm. I just tried, bought some sweet potato chips from Aldi. Like, so yeah. I just, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, well, we're going to try to see what they like. So I don't have those items in my house anymore. So that is why what I chose to eat was what I chose to eat, carrots and ranch, because that's what I had in my refrigerator. Girl, You know, I don't have pop in my refrigerator anymore. But so. that makes it frustrating when you have the munchies. Like, not frustrating, but mm-hmm. like, rem- it was a couple recordings back. And I had, before I went to bed, and I had the, like, I had an edible, and Brittany was here. Mm-hmm. And I just had a whole bunch of dry health foods. Like, I had a granola bar. Some nuts. I had some right. nuts. Yep. It was like, okay, what is this? Where are we going with it? That's right. So, it just, I feel like if you do have, the munchies is the munchies. Unless you're willing to get in your car and drive somewhere, which, I, I, on an edible, I can't drive. So, I'm not, that might be kind of a go-to uh, a workaround mm-hmm. for you gonna eat what's in your house and for me it's a lot of reduced sugar no sugar low carb situations so that's how I do edibles post-surgery like if I do have a chip in my house now I'm you know if I have if I do have something in my house that's not healthy I'm probably gonna eat that like let's not like I said we it's balanced here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like I'm going to eat the whole bag of chips because I can't, you know, or the whole bag of candy, whatever I might have. I can't, I physically can't eat the whole bag, but you have a much better chance of being successful if you decide to take an edible or maybe even smoke weed. I'm not sure. Like I said, I'm not a smoker, but if you smoke and you get the munchies and you're doing this post-surgery, you have a much better chance of eating something healthier if you do it 
if you have healthier options in your house. If you don't have no other option. There you go. If you don't have no other options, it is what it is. Except for don't have all that dry stuff, nuts and granola. Because I feel like it already make your mouth dry. Oh, I then you got dry food. Dry stuff. You were like, you don't have. I don't have dry on top of dry on top. I had nothing else to offer. That was just (laughs) that was all that we had. Um, have you had any crazy post surgery situations, or do you feel like? I don't recall being into like marijuana or anything prior really to surgery. I did a little bit, but did you like, Mm -hmm. do you have anything that happened post that's like. I don't think I've had any crazy post-op stories with marijuana. Well, with edibles. No, because I haven't. No, I I feel like my pre-op stories were so crazy. Like. Sam knows between the, <laughs> it goes from zero to 100 so quick with me. I don't know what it is. It escalates. It's, so it escalates so quickly. Quickly with me. So I can take one edible and think, I'll be good. I'll be straight. And like she said, uh, when it hit, you never know when it's going to hit. Like, and then for me, edibles have me, I'm so paranoid. Like, that's how I know I can't drive because I'm like, oh my God, is somebody behind? I I can't, I I did enough pre-op that I know I can't go there post-op. Like, Mm -hmm. my stories don't really have anything to do with food. It's not food related, but I told you I ate the edible. I thought the edible wasn't going to be strong and I ate two oh. and it was high. Oh. I got on a plane high. Oh, it es- when I say it escalated so quickly. Got on a plane high, got into somebody else's seat because I was just, I had no clue what was, I don't know how I made it back home to this day. Got in some other man's seat on the plane and couldn't print out my boarding pass. I mean, I don't, I don't know how I made it through the airport, how they wasn't like, ma'am, are you okay? I sat in somebody else's seat. The man was like, what are you, ma'am, I think this is my seat. I'm like, oh, oh my God, I'm so, I have, I was buckled in and fastened and, and like under a, a, a hoodie. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to go back home. The man was like, this is not, not, not this is not your not. seat. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, sir. <laughs> so I had to get all my stuff off, take all the seatbelt, all the, the hoodie and all the jackets I was under, go to my correct seat. Um, Like I said, I couldn't print out the boarding pads. A lady came over to me and was like, ma'am, do you need help? Because I don't know if I was just staring at the kiosk at this point. Just so many crazy pre-op things happen to me at edibles. I don't know what it is, but it really goes from zero to 100 so quickly. And I think that's where a lot of people, so if you're either, most people are either, smokers don't really mess with edibles Edibles. because of that. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say, I'm not a smoke, like I was never a person who did smoke cigarettes or things that I do, if I have a preference to like my knowing my sleep is going to be good, I'm being relaxed, whatever, Mm -hmm. I would much rather smoke Mm -hmm. because I know I feel like I can control that situation more than the edible situation. Than edible. Mm -hmm. I had a very, I had a, knowing the amount, like this was really, I had maybe a cookie. I had a piece of a cookie, Uh edible cookie. And I just remember the lights in my bathroom, the colors were changing. I took, and she don't got no color changing light bulbs. So, <laughs> yeah. The colors were changing. And I literally, I took a shower. And w- the craziest thing, what helped me <laughs> relax, is I cut on R. Kelly on Pandora. Oh, geez. And I was having a whole concert <laughs> and I eventually fell out. Like, it was just so <laughs> random. So, and this was post-surgery, right? Oh, this was like a few months ago. Okay. Like, this okay. was, yeah. <laughs> 
So it also like, you know, and I, I remember a story from somebody else who had an edible and they were mm. like, oh, it was a cloud on my shoulder See? and the cloud was talking to me, telling me <laughs> to eat more. And like, I was like, okay, so this is, yeah. So, so you be have to know. careful. Yes. You have to know where you get, well, I don't even know about where, but just be careful you with whatever you have. Yeah. Cause I'm like, even with a whimsy, you can go wrong. Oh, whimsy, it can, yeah. it can escalate quickly. Yeah. So you want to make sure you start off if you, if you haven't post surgery, I would definitely start off cause my tolerance is much less. So make sure you start off with just a pinch to see where you're going to be. Cause you don't want to eat the whole thing and then be high out this world. And can't come back down, you know, stomach restricted. You can't really eat or you mm-hmm. make yourself sick because you can't eat too much and throw up. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that would be my piece of advice if you are going through. And we did discover that there is Facebook groups for bariatric patients that smoke. Mm-hmm. So they probably or I don't know if they smoke and do it. I don't know what it is, but either way, it's groups for this. So make sure you, you know, go with your bariatric peers and see what they you know, what mm-hmm. they have to say. But I definitely would say for edibles or smoking, start off with just a little bit just to see how your body will react post-surgery. Yeah. So with, okay, so we talked about the marijuana situation. Mm-hmm. So we are pro-marijuana. Like yes. for, it helps with all the things. Yes. Alcohol. That Alcohol. has been a big, a big thing for people. Mm-hmm. Like if people have asked within the bariatric community whether or not that you have drink or do you drink, what that looks like. When did you have your first drink after surgery? My first drink was uh, March 12, 2021. It was at my friend's uh, pre-bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. So my, which to me was probably too soon because I How think you're supposed to wait, wait six months. Yeah. And at this point, I it had been three months. Okay. Yeah. So, but it was very much uh, like not even a shot. It was very like a taste of Grey Goose. But because I hadn't, because remember you can't drink so many months, I mean, weeks pro- post uh, in your pre-op diet. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't had a drink. In months. In months. And it was just even that, you know, taste of a a piece of a shot of Grey Goose. And I was gone. Like, for me, that was the first time I had drunk anything. It burned going down. And you know, Grey Goose is not a horrible lick. You know, that's not bottom shelf. Yes. So it burned going down. But my best friend loves Grey Goose. And so that's what she brought. And she was like, let's, you know, let's drink. Let's pregame. Let's. And it was very... It was very hot going down. But what I also discovered is I only stayed like buzzed or drunk, whatever you want to call it. It went away really quick. Oh. Yes. So that's my thing with alcohol. I can, it'll go, I'll be high. I mean, not high, but drunk very quickly, but it does not stay. So not the same with when you're high. No, not the same when I'm high at all. So that's with me and alcohol. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that changes. You know, I'm not really that far out yet, seven months. So how is it with you now? Like, how do you do with alcohol? Um, I My tolerance has, I mean, this is not anything to brag about, but my tolerance is pretty high for alcohol. Mm-hmm. And I really is ridiculous. But I am the friend that can come back. I am aware in 2.5 seconds. Like, Very I true. am yes. anything. <laughs> I, we could be out doing shots, and then I'm turning to my mode 2.5 seconds. Okay, right. where's so-and-so? Come here. Come here. <laughs> like, what's going on? I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to get... Even my birthday party last year, everybody, people would sleep laid out on my couch, on the yeah. floor, wherever. And I, like, had alarm set 
for when everybody had to leave, when everybody had to get up. <laughs> right. And like had and I had just as much liquor as everybody as else. Everybody, but yeah. yeah. Um, so my that also could be because I come from a long line of alcoholics. Yep. Um, <laughs> but I um my tolerance is pretty high. I do think that I become sober quickly, mm-hmm. quicker than before surgery. Yeah. Um, and I do remember my first drink afterwards, it wasn't actually hard liquor. Mm-hmm. It was wine, but getting it doesn't take as quickly though to get tipsy. Even oh. now, like I can have I can well, it does take quicker, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, okay. even now it it doesn't take much. And I'm like, Yeah. I'm there. Y'all ready? Y'all at the party? Because I'm yes. already at the party. Yes. Uh, even five years out. So, yep. and I know. And, but I also don't know. I'm wondering if it is, as we're talking about this, is if it's a combination of age as well as the stomach situation? Or is it just the stomach situation? That's because a you good can question. do a lot more when you're younger. True. And we were, <laughs> my mama, I, I thought I was uh, telling enough, like, oh, yeah, we was out drinking. She said, oh, I knew that. <laughs> so right. we were out drinking at, you know, we lit, grew up in Detroit and that's before 9-11 was thing telling our age. Right. But we used to go to Canada because you could be 19 to yep. drink in Canada. Yep. So we would go over to Canada and party yep. and live it up and then go home or whatever. So like we have been drinking. Since got, before we were 21. We yeah. got some years on these. And so it would take, you know, a little bit longer to get, it doesn't take as long. And it's like, Very oh, true. So that's what that, uh, yeah. So mine was real liquor. I will say, I feel like when I, I don't know if this is just my, you know, pre-surgery brain that I feel like when I do eat, I mean, I'm sorry, when I drink, I do want to eat. Yes. So that's something to be mindful of if you are, that I always think about, even when I'm going on dates, like if I'm going to, if I know that I'm going to drink, which I think on every day that I've been on, it has been some kind of cocktail being mm-hmm. had. So I always try to just think about that. Like, okay, you know, you're supposed to wait 30 minutes. Like, okay, let me make sure I pace myself so I don't get sick. And I know that I'm going to want to eat more. So I don't, I won't eat so much in the daytime. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If I know I'm going to go out just because I don't want to make myself sick. and mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Using the tool the way it's supposed to be used. There you go. Because I'm like, I'm still living life. Like I said, this is, we live a very much so a balanced life. So, does it do that? Does liquor do that with you where it makes you want to oh, drink, want to eat too? A thousand percent. And so I don't like, know, is that your pre-surgery brain or does it really do that? I don't know if you know. Oh, I was, I wanted <laughs> to do that beforehand. Right, But right, I think right. it is, I think it's just, it goes hand in hand. Hand in hand, yeah. So, I, I mean, clearly we talked about it in our very first, well, how we got fat. Like, we would go out, eat, you drink, right. we, then we got eat, yep. then we would eat. <laughs> and it was a thing, now this is real chunky of me, but like, when I, I went through a phase and I was literally a, pe- I was a pescatarian, so I only mm-hmm. did seafood. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't drinking or anything. Then I went out to drink. And all I wanted was a fried chicken wing that was fresh out the grill. <laughs> it was something about a hot chicken wing and french fries after you've been out doing shit. Like, that was just... And that's how... Y'all know I don't do again. chicken on the bone. No, she don't that do it sounds disgusting. But you really, uh-huh. like... I feel like you just want to... It's something about the comfort of it, maybe. It soaps up 
some of the you being and that is the I difference. I have heard that. Like, make sure you know when you be drunk. Like, you need some some starchy or some greasy to sop up some yeah. of that liquor. So yeah, that's which you can't I've heard. get. I will say when you are high, is no like you eating something doesn't make you unhigh. It's just like you just have the munchies. That's the one thing I don't. I have no clue how to get unhigh. No, no. Homeboy said drink water. I said this I, isn't I don't helping. Think that don't work. Yo. This isn't. It's helping with my <laughs> mouth being dry, but it's not helping with the fact that I'm high. So both of us, um, Sam mentioned it. For me, I'm very aware of, you know, my family history. So as far as edibles and weed, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, edibles and alcohol, very much so do in moderation because like I said, with my family history, I have the alcohol, just drug dependency is something that's prevalent. So I'm very aware of that. And it's something that can happen pre-surgery where you know kind of a transfer of addiction maybe you were addicted to food and now that could become you being dependent on alcohol so you know we want to give the disclaimer this we're telling you what is going on with us but we're also telling you how mindful we are because we know our family history so make sure that you're anything you do you're just doing it in moderation and with her disclaimer like it's not as if we we're not high all the time. It's not like we're doing correct. We don't we're literally social drinkers. Like I can yeah. go weeks without yeah drinking or anything. And it is something that people do struggle post surgery with very much. Very so. they become bone. You know it becomes a thing because it is that transfer. So just, everything is about doing it within everything that we say and do goes back to doing it within moderation. Yeah, do it in moderation. All right, so the fun thing, the last topic, mm. sex after weight loss surgery. Mm. So for me, my doctor said, I can't remember if it was four or six weeks that you were supposed to wait. That was her very first question before she even had surgery. Yeah, when, when, can, you, when, you, when can you do it? <laughs> um, so I did want to know that. And from like I said, my doctor said it was either, I can't remember if it was four or six weeks and I could not find my freaking book that I wrote it down in. So... Um, but for me, it was a month after I had surgery 12, 320. I had sex on 3, 1, 2021. <laughs> so, um, how many, is that four weeks? That's a month. You said four three, weeks in a one, month. I mean, one, three. What? Oh yeah, one three. Yes. Yeah, one three. I was like, no, that's months, months. Sorry, sorry. So January 3rd. So either way, mm-hmm. it was, that was when it happened. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like I was so new. I don't, I, I wish I could remember. I act like it was that. I don't remember nothing crazy. I definitely, it was no pain, no discomfort. None of that happened. I'm sure by then I had those, um, I think I had liquid staples or something. Either way, I didn't have to go, like my staples fell out. None, mm-hmm. I didn't have any pain or any discomfort for sure the first time. I remember that, like, even, you know, with being missionary, nothing hurt it for sure. Say, there are positions that you did not try. Because- no, it was nothing I didn't try. It was nothing that, no, I, but I didn't have any discomfort. I do, I do remember that because I was kind of concerned, you know, that because I remember right after surgery, I did have my stomach will often hurt <laughs> just because of my incisions and healing mm-hmm. up. But I didn't have any issues. Oh, you said not for the sex. Y'all going to get this here. That's right. Okay. I didn't have no, <laughs> no problems with any positions that we tried and nothing quite like we didn't have to go you, you softer you know what i'm saying nothing like that happened <laughs> you didn't have to do what Brick? you know what i'm saying <laughs> it was no hose bar mm-hmm. do you remember how long you waited so i want to say the recommendation so my doctor i was 
definitely in love with. Mm-hmm. So recommendation was four weeks. Okay. Um, but he also said, you know your body. Okay. So if you know you can try it out, depending on how you're healing, whatever it's feeling like, and if you try it out and it's not working out, then stop. Um, okay. I want to say mine was two weeks out, and I said, oh, okay, I'm hot and ready like a little Caesar pizza. Let's go. Let's go. Um, <laughs> I do think that, like, it wasn't a lot of activity in a sense because it was so, it was missionary, so new, but, like, yeah. in a very calm Got it. situation. <laughs> um, do you feel like your, I don't know if it's just me or it, I feel like it's a combination, but correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. If it is, so post-surgery as well as this whole 30 situation, uh-huh. sex drive after surgery is like on 12,000. Like I, I, I don't know if it is a certain, like I, my sex drive went up after surgery, uh-huh. but I also feel like 30s, like I've heard your 30s is something epic, but it's on a whole nother level of being epic. So I don't know if it's a combination of the two or. So I, I don't know. I feel like it could be a combination for me. I will say, I can't say that it necessarily went up. For me, I feel like it's always been at an all-time high. So I can't really say. (laughs) Yes, like I've never, you, you know. The story. (laughs) I'm like, Sam knows this. So, you know what I'm saying? No, for me, it's always been, you know, you want the rounds on top of rounds, the days on top of days. Like that's, me and it has always been me so I can't so that for me didn't change but I have seen a lot of people did ask this in the group you or a lot of people said that their sex drive did go up substantially like yeah it's like a I I feel like a someday like a teenage boy right (laughs) it's like oh yeah like so who's ready I'm ready you ready who's we all so I don't know if that's you know I don't I don't know if it's because you know I don't know if you as you lose weight if the hormone I'm not sure if you know you get more hor- hormones in that area just goes up or if it's because you know you feeling yourself more mm-hmm. you exuding something I'm not sure the person that I am with in quotation marks like I feel like he was he loved chunky Britney like so much everything so I don't that hasn't you know what I'm saying it, nothing changed like mm-hmm. he loved all the roles so <laughs> I don't know if that I, I need like to explore with someone new <laughs> to know is that a do I should I, <laughs> you need to be challenged should you go out <laughs> and try somebody new to see <laughs> What's on I'm the like carpet? maybe because that's what I I'm like that's all I got for you you know mine didn't necessarily go it didn't go up but I have heard that that has happened for some women okay really quick are there any positions that you didn't try beforehand that you're trying now or like a go to girl <laughs> but I tell you I feel like I'm with Mister Get on Top like why do I hate I feel like all girls hate being on top like oh, that's just not a thing that like, they're like oh he just got like sir like listen these is not making these like I don't want you to think that this is just but that's that's been the thing for me like 
I mean, to the point where I'm like, okay, now nah, my my legs hurt. I don't know what what more you want me to do, but I have done all that I can do. You've done with it. I'm done all I can. But that's me, and that was not his go to before. But now mm-hmm. it's like, no, no, no. Now would you ask him like, why is that a thing now when it wasn't before? I want you. To maybe do I should. I'm like, yeah. maybe I should ask because yeah, because that's his go to move like. So where and I don't know, you know, you you know if you geek me up, I'm like, okay, I think I'm doing something. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's I feel like that's the new. I mean, it's not new. It's not something that I didn't do before, but, but I can tell that he, I mean, loves it. Mm-hmm. Like request, like this is the first thing we gonna do. You're not gonna ease me into it. Uh-uh. Get on top. There you go. And I'm like. <sighs> <laughs> you know how I feel. I don't. I don't want to. But I mean, I'm gonna get up there and I'm gonna show out. But I'm just saying that ain't what I necessarily want to do. Do you gotta? Um, um, it's nothing. So now that I feel like because I can hold my weight a little bit more, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of hanging off the bed, depending on oh, how okay. how far whatever know. it might look like. Now um, I ain't never hung off no bed. Try it. You know, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a great situation. <laughs> um, so it really is my. I would say a go-to situation. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So that leads us to our healthy hat, mm-hmm. which is, um, it's a position. Okay. So it works for all folks. We put it up a, like a minute back, but I'm going to repost it for people. Okay. And it's the butterfly. It works for all shapes. Uh, uh, that's I, old. Let, let me, me see that. Tootsie roll. roll. <laughs> so it works for all folks, shape, sizes. Okay. It gets, gets you in there. I got I don't even remember what you put up. I'm like, I got to look and see. Oh, baby. Okay, I it's might a, have to try it. It's a it nice again. situation. And and there is um so it'll explain it. It'll give a nice uh picture of what it should look like. Okay. So you guys can try it at home. Um and also let us know how it pans out for you right. once you try that situation. <laughs> let us know if well when you had the surgery, if it uh, or if you lost weight naturally, however you got it, if it took if you try some new position, tell us because we want to know too. Yeah. Hanging from the chandelier. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us for this uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll episode. <laughs> we'll see y'all next Tuesday. Oh, no. Sorry, Sam. Yeah, we got a lot. So, instructions, instructions. per usual. Yes. Sorry. Make sure you follow us. So, follow me, Sam, at Miss Sam Pride on Instagram. Follow me, Britt, at Lovely919 on Instagram. Make sure, most importantly, follow the podcast, yes. Hold Up Weight Podcast. Weight is W-E-I-G-H-T. And um, also make sure you like, subscribe for the podcast. You can find it wherever you get your podcast fixed. That's right. Also, me, leave a comment. Leave a five-star rating. Yes. Us, let us know what you like, what you don't like. We're all for it. We're for the shits. Yes. All right. See y'all next week. Hold up. Wait. So much talk. Hope you're ready for the next episode. Hope you're ready for the next episode. Hope you're ready for the next episode. Hey.